Welcome back to the Our View podcast. On today's episode, I welcome my friend, Phil Kason. Phil is a music producer and singer. He is also a two-time brain cancer survivor. Join our conversation as we discuss music and faith and how they both help get us through each day. Thank you so much. I'm so glad you were uh, no, able to do this. Thank and, um, you. So just as a brief introduction, I'll, I will let you introduce yourself and let people know what you want them to know. But um, I just want to give a brief introduction uh, to my friend Phil, who is my <laughs> guest today on the podcast. And Phil is the wonderful mastermind behind my great theme music for my podcast (laughs) so i um i I reached out to phil i've i've known phil since uh we were teenagers probably if not before then yeah um you're very uh close friends with um my family we call ourselves cousins uh, ourselves actually (laughs) but um you know so it's it's really uh great to have you on and um Yes, so I, now I will let you introduce yourself and tell people about Phil, who you are, and um, what you do. Um, Anything else you want to share? <laughs> well, uh, in a nutshell, right, because my story is very long. Um, <laughs> I'm, like you said, like Art said, um, we're like family. Um, I, I'm originally from Camden. Um, my, my name is Phil Kaysan. Um, uh, I love music. I fell in love with music at a very early age. Um, uh, I'm a two-time cancer survivor, brain cancer. Um, and I, I look at life through another perspective. Um, now that I survived cancer twice, um, I just see life as an oyster, you know? Um, I don't, you know, like when you, when God brings you through something, you like through different eyes, you know? Um, Mm -hmm. I don't, not that I was an ungrateful person because my parents raised me to be respectful and, treat people how I want to be treated. Um, but I took life for granted, uh, mm-hmm. for lack of better words. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I try to live every day now um, as if it's, I, I live today, um, like what kind of impact do I want to leave? You know what I mean? So right. yeah. Uh, I, I love what I do. I get to wake up every day and make music and impact the world, you know? Um, and I want to uh, leave a impact, like, just because you're disabled, mm-hmm. that doesn't mean you have limitations, you know? Just because right. you're limited doesn't mean you have limitations, you know what I mean? Right. Um, you're, you're like, you're showing that, you know, you are, are running your own foundation, you know, like you've been doing yeah. that for years, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. And that's, and that's exactly what, um, that's exactly what I want to show, you know, especially through this podcast, yeah. um, the story of other people and to show that, Yes, although, you know, we may live with disabilities, we are able to do, um, you know, really great and, and amazing things. Yeah. We, uh, you know, I, I think um, I, I think that's a good place for us to, um, you know, move into, uh, you said you were a two-time uh, brain cancer survivor. Yeah. And, um, you know, in, in introducing yourself, you know, you were, you were saying, um, you know, living life at that time, you know, before your diagnosis was different than uh, after your diagnosis yeah. and, um, you know, what that brought on, uh, you know, can you, can you talk about your, um, 
the first time you were diagnosed with uh, brain cancer and you oh, know, yeah. how old you were and, and uh, that, yeah. kind of, that um, kind of thing. The first time I was, uh, I just turned 21, um, you know, and 21, you're supposed to be living life, you know, like, <laughs> I thought I was going to be living my best life and, right. you know. <laughs> Before I, it was popular, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, okay. Um, I just turned 21, my birthday's in July, so uh, <clears throat> that December, um, I was in band rehearsal, you know, I was becoming a solo artist at the time. Um, and before that, prior to that, um, I was signed to Columbia Records. Um, and I had sung background for Justin Timberlake and NDIRE and Common and Tim like I'm was living a life as a teenager, you know what yes, I mean? Yes, you were. So, <laughs> <laughs> I do so, remember that, hearing that. <laughs> so, you know, and I, in my mind, I was this grand, you know, in my mind. <laughs> I'm this, you know, grand person that, you know, nothing major can happen to. Mm -hmm. And as most yeah, people are at that age, at, at yeah, you know, you know, early twenties, and I'm a teenager, yeah, teenager. I'm all this money, you know, I'm mm -hmm. I'm making more than teenagers should make. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. like, I'm on cloud nine, you know, and my twenty. I turned 21, I'm balling out of control. Like, I'm like, oh, we get another hundred dollars. Boom. <laughs> you get a hundred, you get a, you know. So, and I'm thinking I'm invincible, you know. Mm -hmm. Then God goes, boop, and humbled me. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, real talk. I was in being her soul, jamming, jamming, jamming. And then I felt like my body was crumbling. And all I, all I was able to get out was, Lord, please forgive me for my sins. <laughs> wow. To the ground. And then when I woke up, a paramedic was um, over my mouth saying, <sighs> well, I was saying, <sighs> and I'm like, okay, what happened? Like, he was mm -hmm. like, keep breathing, keep breathing, keep breathing. And at that time, <laughs> I had just bought a new car. So oh. <laughs> all I'm thinking is, where the hell is my car? <laughs> <laughs> and I said to the paramedic, and he's like, excuse me, sir, I don't, I don't understand what you're saying. I'm like, what the hell is my car? What the hell is my car? And he's like, are you saying where the hell's my car? <laughs> so fast forward, we get to we get to the hospital. Um, the doctor comes on and tells me, you know, my uh, my diagnosis, and I'm like, I'm 21 and I'm gonna die, you know. So hmm. he told me to go home and enjoy my Christmas. <laughs> Oh wow! Um, <clears throat> and then I had my first surgery on Valentine's Day of '06. Okay. So um, uh, I woke up out of surgery. Two weeks later, the tumor grew back even bigger. Two so, weeks later. Yes. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So. Oh. Um. They was like, we have to go back in and dig deeper to remove the tumor. Um, and then they had me <clears throat> signing all these, you know, papers just just in case I didn't make it. And mm -hmm. um, they had me, you know, calling relatives to come up and see me, you oh, know, because wow. uh, when you have surgeries, brain surgeries that close back to back you know, the chances are really slim of you, you know, of it being a success. Right. So, um, 
I remember Aunt Robbie and Nikki was up at the hospital. Everybody was up at the hospital. Um, <clears throat> and like, we thought it was the end. So when I woke up out of that surgery and the doctors was like, okay, this kid is, this kid is special. <laughs> like, mm. you know, like, um, and we was, we was all praying before, you know, I went to the second surgery, but, you know, doctors and nurse, well, some doctors, most doctors believe in science, you know, that's what they've been taught, you know, right. um, to believe in medical. So when I came out of that, they started to believe in a higher power. So mm-hmm. um, my oncologist at the time, Dr. Axelrod, she didn't believe in God at all. Oh. So, <laughs> <laughs> but we made, over time, we made her a believer. Like, <laughs> <and> <laughs> like, it was, and it's so amazing, like, how God can make someone believe. Like, <clears throat> so fast forward, fast forward. Um, one night I was in a hospital by myself watching some late night talk show. You know how the late night talk show, like Jay Leno and Letterman yeah. used to come on. We mm-hmm. old, we old. Yes. Um, <laughs> y'all, all, all y'all out there, we may look, you know, a little younger. We look we great 65. for our age. We're 65. <laughs> <laughs> Two old men. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, uh, so, uh, one of the shows was on, and it was like 11.48 at night. And I was sitting in my room, and I, I would ask God this question often. I'd be like, God, why me? Why me? Why me? Not? He was like, why not you? What makes you yeah. so special that I can't choose you to be a vessel to teach somebody else that I'm still, I'm still God, I'm still the man. Like, right. <laughs> I can do anything. Like, I can heal you, make you look just exactly how you used to look. You know, like, cause I, I was like, I was, my head was swollen gash all through it face all this figure like he was like why can't you just trust me like you sing about trusting me you know like you say you trust me i'm 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 putting you to the test (laughs) yeah let's see how you do you know i'm gonna sit back and watch and see if you really trust me and i was like wow okay yeah it's it's interesting that you say the you know why me um you know you and i are different in that i've lived with my disability all my life yours came on you know you you lived 21 years with you know being in um you know what would be considered good health and Mm -hmm. you know not having any health issues um Mm -hmm. But still, you know, I, I know for me, I've, I found myself asking myself, why me as well? Mm-hmm. You know, I mentioned before, as big as my family is, nobody else has anything that looks like my type of disability yeah. or, you know, we don't have anyone that's, um, you know, that, that has a vision impairment or a hearing, mm-hmm. you know, a deaf or anything like that. And it's just like, really? Like, you know, yeah, all yeah. the people... <laughs> You know, it's like, why me? But then, as you also said, it got to a point where it's like, you know, why not me? It's like what, like you said, what makes me special? And then it's just like, you know, maybe I am the special one used to, you know, share my message and my story. And, um, you know, and now at this point, sharing the story of other people to, uh, you know, make it more, make it more common that, you know, people with disabilities are pretty cool people and they do a lot of fun things. and. Um, you know, we all like it, it's really true. Everybody has a story. Yeah. Um, and it's it's so important that, you know, these stories about people uh with disabilities and specifically people of color and men of color 
with disabilities to get their stories out. That's one thing that I, I did some research about uh, podcasting and, and um, just different, you know, social media types of yeah. um, live streaming and things like that. And I tried to, you know, find people with disabilities that are doing podcasts or live stream uh, oh, on a regular wow. basis. Yeah, and yeah. It's, it, it's so difficult to find uh, people of color, but more specifically men of color Mm. Uh, who are out, you know, doing this type of, yeah, yeah, of work yeah. and and sharing the story of other men and, and yeah. people of color. So yeah. I, um, you know, I want to make sure that that is, you know, something that I that I do, uh, you know, intentionally. I'm so, I'm so proud of you for that. Thank you, Phil. Thank you, Phil. <laughs> but it's really, um, you know, and like I said, I've I've known you a long time, and I've I knew. Um, I know parts of your story and, you know, but hearing, hearing it from you, I'm, I'm sitting here in, in shock, actually, you know, like <laughs> what, like, you know, like the fact that the tumor came back two weeks later and I'm like, wait, what, <laughs> yeah. you know, that's, that's really, um, really, really amazing how, you know, as you said, how you've been used to, um, you know, like you said, to trust God as, yeah. uh, you know, as you sing about, because you, you know, you have sang with a lot of gospel artists and, and things like that. And just, um, you know, it's really, really important to, um, you know, to me, and, and I'm sure I know to you as well, uh, how our faith and, and uh, our trust in God has gotten us through, through uh, and, everything. And it's, <laughs> I'm so glad we had that upbringing. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. Because I don't, I think without that upbringing, we were, we probably would have lost our minds <laughs> a long yeah. time ago. Yeah. You know, but mm-hmm. since that faith was in, was installed in us, you yeah. know, to know to turn to God, you know, like, right. You know, so Cause that's, that's sometimes it feels like that's all you have. <laughs> Ooh, <baby. laughs> like, you, like you said, being in that, like you said, being in the hospital, you know, 11 o'clock at night and it's just like, everybody has to go home and you're just, yeah, you know, like, <laughs> like we know who, who else, who else can you talk to? You know? Right. <laughs> yeah. You know, sometimes, like I said, you feel like that is the only, you know, the only uh, person you have to, you know, to rely on and, and can yeah, really, right. uh, Listen. Be really real with, I think. Transparent, like yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. like it's it's the truth. It's the whole yeah. truth. Right. So what? Um, so you were diagnosed with the uh, brain cancer. Um, what type of? You you mentioned the um, you know the incision marks and things on your head mm-hmm. and your face being, mm-hmm. um, swollen. What what types of physical, uh changes occurred due to the uh, cancer diagnosis, the surgeries and, and things like that? So I have, um, perm- I, I don't want to call it permanent nerve damage because mm-hmm. they, the doctor said, I may wake up tomorrow morning and my arm, okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> So that impacts the right side yeah, of your body, right? Yeah. yeah. Your left side controls the right side the of your right. body, vice wow. versa. So it, the second time they went in, they had to go so deep, that it, uh, so deep in the core that it affected my motor skills. So okay. when I woke up, I couldn't walk, talk, do anything. Yeah. I had to go through occupational therapy, speech therapy, and physical therapy. And that was the hit of hell for me. Yes. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, like, 
know what you want to say but can't execute it. Uh-huh. My gosh. It was like I was living in the twilight zone. Like yeah. and uh, my sleeping pattern was like so off because when you're in the hospital, I'm sure you know when you're in a hospital, like you have machines going off all night. Mm-hmm. So they're coming in to check your blood pressure and your oh, temperature and yeah. Oh my gosh. They're, they're coming in every it seems like every five minutes. Yeah. So they would be like, like there's no chance to sleep. They don't want you to sleep. Ooh, it, was, it was like Hello, Mr. Kason. We're just coming in to take your blood pressure. Okay. Once she leaves. Hello, Mr. Kason. Um, we're just coming to take your temperature. Why can't right. the same girl just take my blood pressure? <laughs> Could you do it <laughs> all at once? <laughs> Why can't y'all all do the same job? Like, right. Aren't y'all all nurses? <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you just carry the same you can, stuff? You can work a blood pressure cuff. You can work a thermometer <laughs> too, can't you? <laughs> I was like, oh my god, that is too funny. <laughs> Here's your breakfast. Right. <laughs> it was just midnight. Like, <laughs> didn't have a chance to sleep. Yeah, it's really. Um, I I don't miss. Uh, I don't miss those days and so, and the the physical therapy and everything like you said and the occupational therapy and um, I, I was just having a conversation with my mom the other day. I said I remember I had surgery on. Um, on my bladder where they did all kinds of crazy things to my bladder and because my leg muscles don't work I have to use my core muscles to walk mm-hmm. well I had surgery and okay you can sleep off the anesthesia today but first thing the next morning they had a physical therapist in my room and they were like okay you got to get up and walk <laughs> and I really like because I couldn't feel my my stomach oh. muscles mm. I couldn't walk and they were like, lift your legs. I'm like, I'm trying. And they're like, it's not, nothing's moving. <laughs> I'm like, well. so yeah, I, I definitely know the, uh, the pains and uh, agony of the uh, physical and occupational therapy. Yeah. After a while, it made me depressed mm-hmm. because I felt like I was reliving every day over again. Like, yeah. So, something like COVID-19. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and you don't like, feel you don't feel like you're getting any ahead anywhere. You yeah, don't feel like, like you're getting any, making any progress yeah, like, anywhere. Yes, like, mm-hmm. and they would say to me, "Oh, you're making really good progress." I'm like, you're like I? where? Like, yeah, I'm where? How? The same day over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'm doing the same thing today that I did yesterday like, that I did the day before, and. <laughs> I, I had it's still to be a on, struggle for me I and all to, that. Yeah. yeah, I had to be on maritime schedule for a shower. <sighs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Waiting for somebody else to bathe you. Yeah. Yeah, I, it's I, I it's really, deeper. you know, and it, it goes back to what I had said before. It's, you know, um, our experiences are different because, you know, thankfully I you know, I, I have adapted to, mm-hmm. you know, being able to, you know, bathe myself at from, you know, very early yeah, age, yeah. I, you know, was taught all of that, but through, you know, that was through the occupational therapy and, and mm-hmm. things like that and, and things that my parents, you know, taught me, yeah. but it was something that you never had to deal with on, you know, until this uh, diagnosis happened to you and it was overnight. And then day two, I was <laughs> right. You know, so it's really a, yeah. um, an adjustment. Yeah, it's really an adjustment and it's really a shock. And it is something that will definitely for sure impact your, you know, your mental health of, yeah. you know, of, of what, you know, what really happened and taking it in, taking it all in. And then, um, you know, on top of the cancer diagnosis, then you had the nerve damage and it's just like, <laughs> ah, you know, it's quite sure, um, you know, frustrating and it, it's really, uh, very, you know, frustrating at times. And, and I can, you know, of course, not relate to your specific situation. Um, but I've had surgeries that have failed. Yes. And, you know, it's like, oh. oh, this is supposed to fix things. 
And it's just like, oh no, it, it didn't fix it. Did they it. make so, it worse? No, it did. It just never got better. So I've had three surgeries on my bladder. Um, I was wearing diapers until I was 12, 13 okay. years old or so because of my, my bladder constantly leaked. Okay. Uh, so the first surgery, it was like, oh, this is going to work. And then it was like, nope, still peeing myself. (laughs) Then it was like, okay, well, we have a new surgery and this one's going to work. And it's like, nope, still peeing myself. (laughs) And, uh, you know, so having that and, you know, having, like you said, having to relive things and it's just like, oh gosh. And, you know, it's like, do I even want the third surgery? Because it's another surgery where I'm going to miss out on weeks and weeks life. of <laughs> yeah. life and, and having fun with my family and friends. Yeah, and, like, and I was a kid at the time, too. So it was like summertime is when I had to have my surgeries because they didn't want me to miss a lot of school. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, so then the third surgery comes and it, uh, same thing. Oh, this one's going to work. It's going to work. And, uh, you know, thankfully it did. Um, yeah. And I have to catheterize through my belly button every four to six hours but you know it's (laughs) but you know it's really um as you also said you know the doctors believing in science and you know what they know through science and how the body itself works and um just to uh you know what, what i guess would be considered um almost like experimental types of surgery that they were doing on me where, you know, oh, we've done it before and it's had success with, you know, a couple other people or a couple hundred other people. And, uh, you know, it should work on you because they were very similar, but then, you know, my body was like, oh, hell no, it's not, (laughs) we're not going to do this. Uh, (laughs) So, um, you know, it's really, um, and, and it's, it's very, uh, I, I don't even know how to explain it. It's really just um, frustrating at times. And when you're trying to, you know, it's like, you know, where you want to be at, at mm-hmm. a certain point in your recovery of, you know, mm-hmm. after surgery and, um, you know, and then your body, like I said, your body's just like, nope, we're not going <laughs> to, you know, we're going to move at our own pace and we're going to get it together. But, uh, and in that time, it, it's when you have to really, uh again, turn to your faith and trust mm-hmm. that whole, you know, trust the process of, you know, yeah. everything is going to be okay and, and yeah. work out how it's supposed to uh, work out. And um, I, I mentioned earlier in the podcast that you created the music for my, um, for yes. the podcast, which I, I, I don't know if I effectively <laughs> uh, communicated that to you when I asked you to do it, but I wanted you to do it for sure because of um because of of you having a disability and like i first of all i think you're you know one of the most talented people and i do remember um i am even though we're both old i am a little older than you but um (laughs) (laughs) i do remember being a teenager and hearing like oh yeah well you know our friend phil like he's you know he's saying background for uh cry me a river for justin timberlake and i was like wait what (laughs) um you know so i i've always known of you to be a talented uh person and uh yeah and and i wanted to make sure that you know in telling like i said before in using this podcast to tell my story and the story of others i wanted to you know use someone um to create something for me as someone who also has a disability because, you know, and I, I showed it, I, I let a few people listen to it before I started using it. Yeah. And everybody was like, Oh my gosh, how did you do that? Who did that? Oh, <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> you know, like who did that music? Like, you know, the music is so catchy. And uh, I remember I created a, a video or like a voiceover type of thing where the music was playing in the background. I sent it to three people and they all said the same thing. <laughs> yeah, we, we had to listen to it. Well, they said we had to listen to it a few times because we were too busy jamming to the music and not listening to what you were saying. <laughs> and I said, okay. I said, okay, I did too. I just wanted to sh- ask a couple other people if they thought the same thing. They were like, yeah, you might want to, you know, add the music in the beginning and the end. But like, while you're talking, like, I'm not listening to what you're saying because I'm too busy jamming to the music. And I'm like, oh, 
Okay, like, okay, cool. <laughs> so it, it's a hit with everybody, oh, and uh, <laughs> I, I appreciate everybody that loves it. <laughs> yes, yes. So, um, and that's a good uh, segue into your music um, credits of you know working with uh, different artists and just music in general. I know you um, you've been singing you know most of your life, I'm sure, and um, all of my life. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, growing up in church and, um, yeah. you know, having that, uh, the gospel music background and, um, you know, what, I guess, you know, what started you in music and then what also, what kept you in music, I think is a, a um, good a question. Started me in music, um, my, uh, growing up, my parents, uh, well, my mom listened to gospel. Uh, she listened to like Whitney Houston and like all of that some days, but she's she's stuck with her gospel, right? Her <laughs> Shirley, uh, her you know Mississippi Mass Choir, <laughs> you know. Um, but my dad was like Anita Baker, uh, Smokey Robinson, James Brown, so. Okay. I, I got my jazz and my, you know, soul from, you know, him. So and you got the best of both worlds and yeah. from uh <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and my mom, you know, had us in church every Sunday. You know, mm -hmm. that was that was a strict it was an option, you know. Right. You had, yeah, you were going. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah you, we was going to church. Right. You were going. <laughs> it was it wasn't optional. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Sunday school and service you know that's right so um i i just naturally had that spirit in me you know like uh so uh and my oldest brother he would <laughs> serenade females over the phone so <laughs> at night <clears throat> I would hear him singing like boys to men to girls and shy and mid condition and baby face. So that's where I would get my R and B from. Okay. So <laughs> um and he made like me, Dave, Buddy, Tim uh -huh. harmonize with him constantly. Like Oh wow. Oh, we were the Jackson Five. And <laughs> we had to have our harmonies tight at all times. Like, oh, we would, he, oh there were times he would be like, okay, um, I hear a harmony. Um, here's your note, here's your note, here's your note. We'd be like, what? <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> like, and we, we would have to fall in line. So <laughs> my the best said, story ever. <laughs> yeah, my, Chris was crazy. <laughs> he was like Joe Jackson. Like, um, so that's where like I learned like to pick up harmonies and melodies. Okay. It was through my brother, like drilling mm -hmm. harmonies in in our head. Um, wow. So from there. Uh, I remember singing uh, uh, at my kindergarten graduation. I, I don't remember what, what I sung, but everyone stood up. Really? And that's when I knew I had a gift. <laughs> I was like, damn it, this is what I'm going to do. <laughs> I was like, oh, I must be singing my ass off. Cause everybody stand up. <laughs> when when I hit that note, oh, the people stood up <laughs> in the kindergarten. Wow! <laughs> I hit this one note. It it must have been Silent Night, or it was because it was a Christmas ceremony, <laughs> and I was singing, and I was singing, and I hit this note, and everybody stood up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, That's awesome. Yeah. Wow. From then up, 
from then on, like I just sang, um, mm-hmm. and I wouldn't shut the heck up. You yeah. Know, so, <laughs> uh, <laughs> when I was uh, fourteen, about to turn fifteen, that's when I um, joined Ty Tribute in uh, GA, um, right. and we traveled the world and tore up. You know, yeah. Um, <laughs> and then, you know, I did um, Justin Timberlake, Crimea River, um, NDRE, Common, uh, Music, Soul Child. Um, it, it, wow. <laughs> this goes on. <laughs> yeah, it's. Um... And, like, it was amazing. Yeah, it's it's so um, so interesting uh, how you said your parents. You know, you got your love of two different types of music mm-hmm. um, through each of them, and it's uh, very similar to my parents. My dad, my dad listened to everything um, yeah. as far as music goes. So as kids, we were singing like Pink Floyd stuff and queen and um yes. like in oh, excess queen. and and um elton john and <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you know we were singing everything which uh, you know and then he also did he listened to the blues and so we mm-hmm. you know we had our our love of of blues music just the the instrumentals of mm-hmm. of um, music and uh jazz and the blues and just um my mom was into you know the church music but also anita baker and um you know whitney houston of course back in the you know the 80s and um and then i uh again a very similar parallel to your story you know going to church every week uh, you know it wasn't like you said it wasn't an option it was you're getting up and you're going um and then that's it that that's you know that's how it went um but now as a 38 year old, I can really appreciate it. Um, you know, that having all of that, uh, you know, the, the music background and also the faith background, as we mentioned before, uh, I remember one of the things my grandmother told me whenever I would have surgery to always, um, she always told me to always have a song in your heart. Um, and <laughs> I remember, you know, going to her house and um, my grandfather, he had, uh, he was actually murdered uh, when we were, I was, I was young. And uh, whenever I would stay at my grandmother's house, I always would stay in her room. And okay. every, uh, she lived down the street from our church. And um, every Sunday morning, she would have, you know, the church services on TV that came yeah. The Crystal Cathedral from you know California and all those, but they always had hymns that they were playing and singing, and she would always walk around singing and a hymn or something like that from you know from church, and as an adult, people are really amazed that they're you know because I'm I'm young, but I like knew these hymns, and I'm like, well, like I <laughs> that's all we knew was the hymns, you know. It's like that's what I you know that's what I grew up with, and my grandmother always told me to have a song in my heart, you know, and that's what I always did every time I went into a surgery. Um, you know, it would always be you know a hold to God's unchanging hand type of song, mm-hmm. or you know something really, <laughs> something mm-hmm. really upbeat, but with a really good message. Yeah. Um, you know, so it's really uh, really interesting how things we are taught, you know, when we were. Uh, younger, how we hold on to them and really, really stick with them because they're really in, you know, they're really in us. So bring the child in the way here she should go. Yes. Yep. That's right. And uh, Mm -hmm. so my, my love of music is um, music has been very um, therapeutic for me and healing for me. Um, I, I know, you know, and people who are friends of mine, they know my, slight obsession with Patti LaBelle but um <laughs> yeah. I, I was told I'm not on any list so like I'm good I'm still a fan I'm a, I'm a great fan um I'm still trying to get her on my podcast as well shout out to Miss Patti LaBelle <laughs> but the music she um, she's great she's great she I've met I've met her a few times and um uh 
she's great and the people who work with her are great. Um, they're yeah, all they very seem... kind people. Uh, they yeah, they're all very kind people. And mm -hmm. I really, um, you know, I really respect all of them because they, because I, I have been to a few of her shows and a few events where she is and they always make sure that she comes over to see me. <laughs> And, like they and, always do and they're they're like hey how you doing how you been and uh they really uh her drummer the last time i saw them last summer and her drummer uh eric he made sure that she came over to see me and she ended oh, up wow. talking to me for you know a good 10 <laughs> or 15 minutes and she's taking pictures with other people and i'm sitting right there and in my chair and <laughs> so she's um her her music specifically has really been um you know, really healing for me. And after, you know, after surgeries, or if mm -hmm. I was having a bad day, mm -hmm. just to, um, just to hear like the certain power that she has in singing a song. And, she um, you know, it's just, it's, she, is it's, a she has a voice like nobody else. Yeah, she, um, she is, she's, she's like the most kind, um, yeah human being that I've I think I've met outside of people that I know you know my family and friends like she's really <laughs> really cool um and just everybody yeah and everybody around her is uh you know like she surrounds herself with good and kind people oh, as yeah. well so yeah, you have to um yeah you know music is um music is is very special and I think um my my mom sings, uh, you know, in our church, and she does oh, gospel. Yeah, she <laughs> <laughs> yeah she she has you know uh, two gospel CDs that are out, and um, I didn't really pick up the singing talent, and um, I didn't really pick up the musical talent of you know playing instruments or anything like that. Okay. Um, but I definitely appreciate. Um, music and people who can create music i think it's yeah. um you know i, th I think it's uh, something special that you know not everybody has that talent yeah. so um you know so i, I really uh want to make sure i give you a shout out for you know for the oh. work that you're doing and um thank you are you working are you working on anything that you can share with us right now um <sighs> i'm i'm currently i'm putting out my own project Oh, good. Um, I have nothing recorded yet. I'm working on the production, so okay. I'm I'm trying to locking lock in the production, and um, it's it's sounding good. Oh, good. <laughs> I'm excited. Can't um, wait to hear it. <laughs> it's been, I never put out a project because when I was working on the project, I got sick. <laughs> okay. So I had nothing on iTunes. I had nothing on nothing. Yeah. So this will be my first actual project. So I'm excited. Oh, that's great. That's yeah. really, really great. Yeah. It, it's, this has been really fun and I'm, I'm really looking forward to, um, oh. you know, being able to, like I said, share people's yeah. stories and, um, you know, I'm, I'm glad that you're on. And just the, the last question that I have is, um, what do you want people to know about uh, those who live with disabilities? What do I want people to know? That the sky is the limit. Don't, mm -hmm. lim don't put limits on yourself. Um, you can achieve and be anything that you want to be. Uh, yeah. You're proof of that. I'm proof of that. Yeah. Um, disabled people rock. Yes, you we know? do. <laughs> <laughs> like, we are freaking great. Like, yeah. you just have to know that in your heart and believe that you are greater than your disability. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it, um, you know, for, for me, and I'm sure for you as well, uh, as we've mentioned all throughout this uh, episode, is, you know, our faith, you know, uh, I know that has helped me tremendously uh, to realize that. And also, um, and I've mentioned it in previous episodes of the podcast, mm -hmm. my support team is like none other. Like <laughs> the people that I... Wrap yourself around strong people. Yes. Like my people. 
Yes. Yeah. And those people, uh, you know, they keep me going. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, I always say that, I always say we fight like an old married couple, but Blake, (laughs) my cousin Blake calls me every single day. Oh, Blake. (laughs) Just to make sure. I was Blake the other day. (laughs) (laughs) Blake, Blake calls me every single day and it's just like, hey, just checking on you, haven't heard from you. I'm like, we literally just talked last yeah, night okay. and it's nine o'clock <laughs> in the morning <laughs> Nick would be like i ain't heard from you in months and i'll be like blake we just i just was at your house the other day right <laughs> but it's really you know it's it's that type of yeah. it's those types of people who you know are so important to have in your life yeah. and um you know it's just really it's really yeah, great like, and mm-hmm. because i i know i know a lot of people, not everybody has that. Uh, Um, They don't. don't. Yeah. A lot of people don't have that. And, you know, so it's really, uh, you know, it's really important that, you know, that, that we stress, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, the importance of, you know, surround yourself with people, you know, who lift you up. And like you said, Mm like-minded people uh, who can really, you know, let you, let you have your moments and your bad days. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Pour into you and you pour into them. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Let you have your space when you're having a not so good day, but then also there to tell you like, all right, let's go. All right. 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 We have stuff to do. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. It's really just, um, that that's so important. Uh, you know, that, that people don't limit themselves and, and oftentimes, uh, that that's what happens. You know, we, we think that we can't do something and, you know, we might have to do something a little differently, but, you know, it yeah. can still be done or uh, can't be done how other people would do it. And, but, don't, be, and don't be afraid to ask for help. Yes. Pride, yes, that's pride, another. Pride gets in the way a lot. Yes, you know? that's so true. Yeah. Wow, that's a, that's a really good one. I like that one. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's when I first became disabled. I, was, I wasn't used to it asking people for help i didn't right. know how <laughs> i was so independent you know like mm-hmm. uh how do i how do i uh, how do i ask you to bathe me like <laughs> right yeah you know like who do i ask you know once once i get out of here like you know mm-hmm. like, Right. Yeah. In the hospital, it's like, that's their, you know, that's their profession. That's That's what they, you know, that's what they have to do. And yeah. I don't feel like a burden, you know, like, right. So don't be afraid to ask for help. Yeah. That's a really, um, it's a really good, really good point. Um, even though, uh, you know, for me, like I, I went to the store earlier today and, um, you know, there was actually something I couldn't reach and, um, so I, I found somebody thankfully who was there in the store and, you know, everybody has to be cautious because of COVID-19 and all of that. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, yeah. the social distancing thing. So I was kind of, yeah. you know, and I was okay, you know, I'm, you know, I needed it. So it's like, Hey, can you reach that? For yeah. me? <laughs> you know, and it was, it was an employee of the store, you know, so yeah. I, I figured it was pretty, uh, yeah, yeah. you know, pretty safe and, uh, yeah she was you know very nice and she said okay like you know do you need anything else in this aisle while we're here and I'm like no I'm I'm great so that's the one thing I I love being independent but I also know my limitations and I'm okay with that I know what I can't do and I'm okay with it (laughs) it takes a while to get there sometimes but it's uh yes yeah now that I've been been living with being just disabled for hmm going on 15 years now right so like i'm comfortable like Mm -hmm. i know what i can do and i know what i can do you know like the things i can't do i ask for help i don't have i don't have a problem with asking you real quick oh no 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 i can't do this um (laughs) but the things i can do i just go on and do you know so yeah it's really um it's very important to uh you know again surrounding yourself with the right people and exactly um you know who who understand our our situation and yeah. 
and even, you know, if we end up in a situation like I just explained, being in a store where nobody yeah, yeah. I know is around, just yeah. being comfortable enough to say, you know, hey, I can't reach that and I don't want to, mm-hmm. I don't want to turn this whole shelf over trying to reach it, so. Because <laughs> I will. Right, because then that's a whole different situation. And, 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 and if I do, that's on you. <laughs> right, that nobody wants to be in, so it's just like. You know, just like you said, being comfortable, um, yeah. being comfortable enough to say, um, you know, hey, I, I need a little assistance. Yeah. So, Phil, this has been so much fun. <laughs> I, I thoroughly enjoy myself. <laughs> I really, um, you know, like I said, I, I've known you a long time, but hearing your story from you um, has been uh, so eye-opening and enlightening for me just to um yeah i've learned some stuff about you i didn't know but thank you thank you again for um taking your time out to uh do this and you're welcome and we will um hopefully i'll see you sometime soon and um we will you know we'll come up with other topics and have you back on some other time and we can uh chat it up again and (laughs) but this was really fun and no like I, I appreciate you so much. I had a blast. Yes. Tell your family I said hello. I will, and you tell everybody I said hi. And okay, um, you know I'll be in touch. All right. All right. All right. Thanks. Have a good day. You too. Thanks. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode of the Our View Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to the Our View Podcast on Anchor, Apple Podcast, or Spotify. New episodes will be released on the 15th and 30th of every month. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube at Our View for Life. That's O-U-R-V-I-E-W, the number four, L-I-F-E. Do you want to help change the tone of conversation among your family and friends? Head over to our website for some Our View merchandise. Our website is www.our-view.com forward slash merchandise. I thank you for listening. Have a great day and take care.